When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide. Welcome to Top Stories. I am Andy Zaltzman for another raid into the Bugle's archives. The monarchy. Such a rich seam of f- wittery for us to exploit for comic genius, and not just the British monarchy. In June 2014, for issue 271 of the Bugle, it was Spain's King Juan Carlos keeping me and John Oliver thoroughly entertained. Top Story this week, on your knees, peasants, it's the Royal Roundup! And uh, just to be clear, this isn't a royal roundup in the French sense. Uh, this isn't a guillotine-based check-in with royal family members across Europe. Having said that, it does feature some crowns being dropped. We start in Spain with King Juan Carlos, or KJC as he tags all his graffiti. <laughs> um, it's mainly graffiti images of him in a crown, to be honest, sitting in various thrones and lifting weights, which he'd occasionally paint on the side of trains in Spain in the middle of the night. That's not the point. Well, <laughs> King Carlos took the country and and indeed the continent, by surprise this week when he abdicated. It wasn't so much the timing that was the surprise, it was the fact that he abdicated at all. He has famously said, kings don't abdicate, they die in their sleep. (laughs) In fact, he was also reported to have once joked with Queen Elizabeth, the real and only queen, saying, both of us will die with our crowns on. To which the queen is presumably now going, ah, I've still got my crown on, ah, you're not dead and yours is off, ah, I'm still the queen, ah. (laughs) Yeah, Spain uh, was had a bit of a bad run recently after making its Faustian pact with the devil to stop choking at major football tournaments in exchange for going economically more belly up than a pregnant hippopotamus trying to explain to another hippopotamus what luge is. And now it's king. <laughs> now it's. I'm glad you like that. Now it's king, King Juan Carlos, the Primera, has hung up his crown. He's quite the monarchy, and uh, he's in his mid seventies now, and he's had a, a few. Uh, media bloopers, but uh, it's quite interesting a story for him. He was essentially appointed to the throne by General Franco, uh, the notorious despot, fascist, civil war monger, mass murderer, human rights abuser, oppressor of minorities. Man, this guy had a lot of hobbies. Platinum level sex is an all-round certifiable... That, that's a, that's not the traditional way to come to the throne, is it, Andy? The traditional way is, of course, being born after gestating for nine months in a dragon's stomach uh, before being shot out of its mouth onto a golden cushion. So that's that's a new way to become uh, king. Well, that's uh, you know, 20, 20th century. You use, mo- you use more modern technology than the, than the dragon's womb. 
Um, but uh, he, uh, Juan Carlos, plotted behind uh, Franco's back uh, to bring freedom and democracy to Spain, and after the big effort finally popped his long overdue clogs in 1975, he prompted massive political and social changes in the country, and uh, on the way took some time out uh, from kinging stuff to scupper a military coup in 1981 that not only could have thrown Spain back to the Franco era, but more importantly, cast serious doubts on the nation's ability to host the 1982 Football World Cup. So he really saved his nation in a number, well, of, uh, number of ways. That's the interesting thing. He voluntarily gave up basically dictatorial powers that he inherited from Franco and successfully steered Spain into the democratic country that it is today, full of incredible midfielders with an uncanny ability to keep the ball. <laughs> That's all thanks to him. Um, but being on the throne also came with certain perks for uh, KJC. Uh, not only did he get his pointy headgear, that was a given, that was his to keep, uh, he also had a pact with the press that they not publish information about any lovers or any scandalous dealings in business that he or anyone around him might become involved in. And you do not make a pact like that, Andy, without the intention of making full use of it. <laughs> that is not a hypothetical tool. That is a sledgehammer you wish to whack around. Because uh, King Juan Carlos had something of a wandering scepter over the years, despite his publicly uh, squeaky clean image. He has had, let's say, some well-travelled family jewels. Uh, the, the press eventually decided that this pact was built on bullshit, which led to the story a few years ago, which we uh, actually covered on the bugle of King Juan Carlos being caught in the height of the worst economic crisis in Spanish memory, secretly travelling to Africa to hunt elephants with a woman who was not his wife. It was an amazing story that was extremely funny to almost everyone except the wife and the elephant in question. <laughs> Both, both of whom felt absolutely terrible for being involved in uh, completely different ways. <laughs> yeah, but, so this was just one of the controversies that has recently stacked up like a big plate of really tasty ham. Oh, oh man. Oh, if I was a pig's leg, I would be honoured to be made into that. And as you say, so in Bugle uh, issue 191 it was, so whilst his country was wallowing in the economic slurry, shat out all over it by the merciless anus of the global financial crisis, he monarched off to Botswana to shoot elephants. Now, wrestling elephants might have been okay. That at least would have been a kind of honourable contest a dignified monarch might indulge in. Elephant jousting, no one would have a beef with that. That should be an Olympic sport in my book. Admittedly, my book is full of bullshit, incoherent, poorly sub-edited, and thinks most things should be Olympic sports, apart from some sports that are Olympic sports. Uh, and he also shoots bears, to be fair to Juan Carlos, so this is not just an anti-elephant thing, and it's a kill-or-be-killed world out there. The problem was that from this point on, his image was so stained that there was real concern that he might permanently damage the future of the Spanish monarchy if his royal arse remained unabdicated. Hence, uh, this week's announcement that he was going abdi bye-bye. Uh, although it's worth mentioning that this by no means solves the Spanish royal family's problems. In fact, it might actually give them a few more issues to get their golden heads around. Because he, like the Pope was really supposed to leave his job by dying. Uh, there's no clear plan for where King Juan Carlos or ex-King Juan Carlos and current Juan Carlos is going to live now or who will pay for his living expenses, which makes sense because, again, he's really supposed to be living in the ground today <laughs> and, in fact, not really living at all. Also, while he was king, he had full immunity from prosecution, a right that he used to reach a 
very disappointing zero bank robberies. That makes no <laughs> sense. But, but that fact might become important as he currently faces two separate paternity suits, which he may now have to face. And that was the key problem, Andy. He lived his life like his penis was immune from prosecution. <laughs> but now the chickens have come home to roost on that penis, Andy, and it may well be taken off in penis cuffs <laughs> and be forced to appear with his balls in a high court of Spain. I think that was the first draft of the Elton John song, wasn't it? You lived your life like your penis had immunity from prosecution. The interesting thing here is that this is just part of a pattern of European abdication. In the past 18 months alone, two kings and one queen have given up their jobs for life, the jobs for which an exit interview was really supposed to be getting lowered into the ground. <laughs> uh, Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands was the first royal to resign, uh, passing on the Dutch crown, which is, of course, an entire Edam cheese with a hole cut in the middle. <laughs> Uh, passing it on to her son, Willem Alexander. The reason she gave was that at age 75, it was time to give the crown to someone younger. Just a few months after that, Belgium's Albert II, the King of Belgium, the head waffle-in-chief, <laughs> as he's also known. Uh, he gave up the Belgian crown, which is, of course, uh, a hat-shaped waffle with whipped cream squirted on the top. Uh, <laughs> he did this after a string of scandals and controversies, and his son, Philippe, took over. Uh, he was 78 when he left the Belgian throne, which is, of course, a chair made of waffles with strawberries for jewels. <laughs> All of which makes you look at England's current queen, Andy, who is nearly 90 years old and who is currently refusing to either abdicate or die, and in doing so is flipping a royal bird at her son, her subjects, God, and all the weak kings and queens who couldn't hack it and gave up. <laughs> Yes, in fact, the Guardian newspaper uh, here in Britain said the abdication of Juan Carlos should send shivers through the House of Windsor. Uh, I'm not sure it will send shivers, John. I, I don't think the Queen has any intention of breaking with the tradition of leaving her job in a box. Uh, Queen, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth II, the acceptable face of medieval feudalism, who regained spectacularly her falling popularity by doing and saying absolutely nothing and doing and saying absolutely nothing quite brilliantly. She is very much the Jimi Hendrix of constitutional neutrality. And I, I, I cannot see... I, can, I, I do think she needs to modernise, though, because I don't think she represents the nation that is modern Britain, John. She's been on the throne for 62 years... She's been a heterosexual Christian for that entire time. Britain as a nation mm -hmm. has changed. I believe she has a duty to the nation that is modern Britain to become a lesbian Muslim for the rest of her life. And I think that would do a lot to help Britain move forward yeah. into the 21st century as a modern nation embracing minorities. And I think that could be her greatest legacy. The Queen was even in action this week, delivering the historic's Queen speech at uh, the state opening of Parliament, the event of pomp and pageantry that is as historic as it is faintly embarrassing. <laughs> uh, she travelled to the event in her new Diamond Jubilee carriage, uh, which is quite similar to her old carriage, but which is pulled by horses with speakers in their asses and lights on their hooves. <laughs> uh, the speech, as always, was written for her by ministers, uh, meaning that uh, she's used basically as a parliamentary puppet to make this speech, something of a queen karaoke machine. <laughs> it's a time when government speechwriters have the option of getting together and wondering, what do you think we can get her to say this year? And that kind of power means that this is an unforgivably wasted opportunity year after year after year. It means that her speech this year involved lines such as, My government legislative programme will continue to deliver on its long-term plan to build a stronger economy and a fairer society. When they could, Andy, they could have made her say, 
my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. And they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right, it's better than yours. I could teach you, but I'd have to charge. La, 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 la. Warm it up. La, 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 la. The boys are waiting. <laughs> Instead, Andy. <laughs> Instead. We got a pro forma speech announcing 11 new bills with pension reforms, new rights for fracking firms, and limited power to recall any misbehaving MPs. It was f***ing boring. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, John, what was, um, what was, was that some of your own poetry or... Uh... No, Andy, that was Khalees. That was a Khalees, My Milkshake, uh, the famous Khalees song, My Milkshake Brings All the Boys to the Yard. Oh, right, OK. I, I, yep. I was, uh, yeah, I'm a bit behind on Khalees. The anti-lactose intolerance propaganda. That was another top story. Thank you for listening. Discover more from the Bugle Empire, a, a good kind of empire, I hope, at thebuglepodcast.com. 